Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Low ride. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Fox and his companions did the scheme contrive to blow the king and parliament all up live. Three score barrels laid below to prove old England's overthrow. But by God's providence, him they catch with a dark lantern lighting a match. A stick and a stake. If you won't give me one, I'll take two. The better for me, the worse for you. A rope, a rope to hang the Pope, a penworth of cheese to choke him, a pint of beer to wash it down, and a jolly good fire to burn him. That only sounds right. Um, so, Kevin, what the heck? Guy Fawkes Day. What do you say? Right. Well, I think there's a lot of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of misunderstanding of who Guy Fawkes actually was. Um, a lot of people talk about him like he's, a, like he's an anarchist. Um, or, uh, you know, that he was, uh, trying to, uh, overthrow the government, which, which he was, but he was really trying to replace it with the same government, only Catholic, um, Guy Fawkes was a religious extremist and a, and a terrorist. And, um, I think he's gotten a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, good publicity after that. A lot of people don't really know what he was about. Do, do you get some good publicity after you're dead, though? Is that really a win? Um, so, yeah. So we're going to dig into some of the history here, how this played out. But we're also going to uh, talk about how you can celebrate the, the holiday. Um, we might also talk about really where is the British priority here? Um, are, are we just so loyal to the king that that's you know, how it is? Maybe. Um, Anyway, we're going to dig deep into all of it, but definitely you're going to take away what the hell happened 
on November 5th, 1605. So we'll get to the bottom of it. Um, so basically I have the, there was a lot going on. There was a lot of tension in, uh, in England and a lot of back and forth with, um, with the Protestants and Catholics. Yeah. And you got to remember now, this is 1605 in 1603 is when Scotland and England came together as one United Kingdom. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's something to be aware of. And, Although you think of that as a a joyous, happy occasion, like, oh, we love each other. Some of you might have seen the movie Braveheart. Yeah, not Um, really the case, is it? No. And and that's the thing. So you have, you know, I you probably don't know this, but the the Scotland side, they they kind of lean towards the the Catholic side. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh and the the uh English side, the England side were a little more Protestant at the time. Um, now there was, a, there were the two, there was, um, what was her name? It was, uh, Queen Elizabeth and Mary Queen of Scots. Well, Mary Queen of Scots was Catholic and Queen Elizabeth was, was Protestant. Right. So under Queen Elizabeth, there had been like widespread persecution of Catholics and then her son, King James the sixth of Scotland ascended to the throne. And that's when it kind of became even less tolerant of Catholicism. And so there was Robert Catsby. Now he's the guy, is that, you think how we say it? Kate's. Yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. And he's the one who actually like masterminded the gunpowder plot. Now, what right. kind of details do you have on this gunpowder plot? What did we do here? Yeah. Well, the thing, well, the thing was, uh, the main problem was getting all that gunpowder. Uh, back in in that time period, it wasn't unusual to buy gunpowder. Um, a lot of uh, ships at ports would uh, would buy it, you know, for for cannons, for self defense, or for um, uh, firearms, and they would just carry it on their ship, whether they used it or not. They stored it. And when they would come back into port, they would sell it uh, at a discounted price. So what they did, they didn't want to buy all this gunpowder all at once because it would raise suspicions. So they just went down to the ports uh, week after week and bought, you know, small amounts from uh, ships coming back into port. All right. They ended up getting 36 barrels. barrels. Now, now they say that one barrel of gunpowder is equivalent to a stick of dynamite. Now. Okay. I don't know if uh, you've ever set off a stick of dynamite, but it's a lot stronger than you think it is. It's a lot more than you would think uh, think a, a stick of dynamite would do. Now, so, yeah. It was a good amount. I don't know if it would blow up all of Parliament. You know, it's well, a big you know. I, I live in the South, and turns out some of my neighbors like to play with dynamite. I, I don't know that that's a thing that I've heard. Maybe it, maybe mm-hmm. it was a movie. I don't know. And yeah, dynamite, you can do some damage. Now I think there would be like, I don't know if you guys have seen British parliament, but it, it's a big building. Um, I like to think that if you think of uh, what, what's that new show? Uh, well, not that new um, with, uh, Oh man. 
the the guy from uh young guns uh the Kiefer sutherland oh 24 Nah, what's the other one he had with the end of the world and he's kind of a wuss uh where yeah. he, he becomes he's a uh he's the like secretary of agriculture or something oh yeah the president. Uh, designated it, survivor designated survivor that's the one right so when you think of that they had that plots above the capital and they were all underneath i think if you blew up underneath the main chamber like where everybody's mm-hmm. meeting I think right. you could do that with 36 barrels of gunpowder. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could take out that whole building because this building's like the Pentagon. You know, it's right. just like it's giant. Yeah. It's not shaped quite like the Pentagon, but it's giant, you know, like mm-hmm. that. You're not just, you know, taking it all down. But I think you could take down the chamber and do that. So they laid out these, they had these all set you know, the day before, and they were ready to take action. You know, they, they were there now. How did it? So basically they're tired of Catholic or yeah, of the Protestant rule. And it's funny because I like that the Catholics are like, you know, we're tired of your intolerance. That, <laughs> right, that just right. sounds funny to me because you probably don't know this, but the Catholics in England were actually known for a little bit of intolerance throughout the years. There was yeah. a little scudge, you know? Yeah. A, a little bit. Yeah. Now, the problem, the main problem leading up to this, though, was that it was going back and forth. The The rulers of, of England were going back and forth between Protestant and Catholic, and they were very much opposed to each other. So uh, Protestant would get into power, and they'd kill off all the Catholics. And then a Catholic would get into power, and they'd kill off all the Protestants. Like... You know, most people were just trying to live their lives, you know, and, oh, are we Catholic today? What What's what's the you know, what's the deal today? But, um, you know, some people were very I mean, a lot of these people were very adamant that their religion was the right religion and everybody else was going to hell. Absolutely. So now the way they got caught was that one of the. uh the conspirators, which, you know, it's always one of, you know, loose lips, sink ships. Yeah, there's always thing. some asshole that, that lets the cat out of the bag. Right. One of the, the conspirators sent an anonymous letter to his brother-in-law saying, hey, you know, you might not want to attend parliament tomorrow because the whole building might blow up. Right. Like that, you know, that kind of gives it away. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, you know, <laughs> like it's one thing if like you poison his food so he's home on the crapper with diarrhea. Right. But it's another to be like, hey, uh, we're going to blow up the building, so don't go to work. But anonymous. So, you know, don't worry about it. Like it yeah. could be anything. And yeah, yeah now they, they there's a lot of speculation on who actually sent that note. Uh-huh. Uh, but they ne- they're not really sure. They don't they don't know. There's a lot of guesses, you know. Um, his name is, uh, Lord, Lord Montague. Okay. Which, which, uh, you know, that was the, the member of parliament that they, that got the note. Uh, some people said that he actually wrote the note himself. Whoa. Um, some people say that the guy, the, uh, the head of security was the one that wrote the note to him, you know, and then had him bring it to him. There's a lot of, uh, speculation. Nobody really knows who wrote the note and where it came from, but, um, you know, it doesn't stop people from guessing. Right, exactly. So he gets so, the note. 
yeah. saying that they're going to blow up parliament and he immediately just goes to the goes to the you know head of security for the for the building and they start searching yeah. the building they go over the whole place and they don't find anything and then somebody had mentioned about some wood piles uh under you know where it's stored underneath the building uh out back okay. so they go down there and they find some guy down there who's a, a night watchman except he was wearing like riding clothes, like a jacket and a hat, you know, like he was just about to jump on a horse, which seemed a little suspicious to him. Uh, so they start looking into it and yeah, it turns out he was getting ready to, to set off all this, this uh, gunpowder. Um, now the reason he didn't set it off was because uh, he was waiting for, par- you know, for parliament, parliament yeah. to be in there. There's no reason to blowing up the whole damn building if nobody was in it. No, so it was about awful. midnight, a little after midnight when they found him. Okay. And they, I, I believe I was, I read that he was lurking suspiciously. Yeah, he so was a that, suspicious, you know. suspicious lurker. Suspicious lurker. Um, now they had actually like postponed. Parliament was getting ready to meet. Um, they had issues with the plague and, and they just didn't want to get all these people together. So this was a big thing building up to parliament opening. And like I said, they got tipped off. They got the letter. This guy's lurking suspiciously. Turns out this guy ended up being Guy Fox. Is that correct? Is that that's right. That's, that's your, right. I think he name, gave his name as Jack Johnson. Practically right. the same thing. He actually had a bunch of aliases when you when you look into him. He went by a lot of different names. But um Okay. You know, first, first, that's the name he gave. And, it, you know, he made up some names for his parents and where he was from. Um, so they, the king met him, actually. Okay. And talked to him and he was actually impressed by, uh, you know, they were, they described him as a man of action, capable of intelligent argument, as well as physical endurance. Um, now, later on, after I would his like death, that to be on my tombstone. I'm right. just mentioning <laughs> later on after his death, they came up with all these uh, like what do they call them? Penny dreadfuls, uh, you know, yes. like little cheap uh, novels. Yeah. And they made him into a kind of an action hero. Now, he was a soldier. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was a was a serious dude. But um, they got to work on torturing him. And, uh, you know, the first day. They, they did a lot of work on him and nothing, nothing. The next day they, they uh, tied him up to the rack and they uh, right. started the stretching. The whole drawn and quartered thing, right. People don't right. really go for that. Yeah, so that's not, not fun while you're just getting a little stretched out. But, you know, eventually your shoulders dislocate from their socket yeah. and your, your legs dislocate from their hips and your bones like nothing's, nothing's attached properly anymore that's you know so I they always, took him okay go ahead sorry yeah they took him up to to hang him they put the noose around him but they weren't gonna hang him to kill him they're just gonna let him dangle for a while you know uh instead of going with that he just jumped off the gallows with the noose around his neck and it snapped his neck and he was done uh because he figured but he did give up several at least of his co-conspirators at that right point. right after the second day of torture yeah. They said he would they so, were very impressed though that uh he managed to go that long because they really fu- they really fucked him up for a long time <laughs> before awesome. he started talking. Now he really 
he was an impressive guy and, and he held out. Um, now Robert Catsby did plan this whole ordeal, which you get something for planning. I like to think, uh, you know, it's kind of like Catsby's more your, uh, Thomas Jefferson type kind of thing. Whereas I feel like Guy Fox is kind of more your Sam Adams, your kind of bolstery, fuck it, you know, let's let's take this shit down kind of thing. He definitely right. came across as, as a man of action. And, you know, hey, uh, now, turns out blowing up your government, eh, maybe not the way to go. But, you know, I feel like Scotland had tried the whole resistance thing for quite a while. These people were kind of at the breaking point, we would say. Um, right. The frustration had been building, but uh, it's not like America. Like America, we're kind of full of piss and vinegar, and and we want to fight about everything. Now, America may be getting a little bit softer in its old age, but I know that England, they were kind of know your place kind of thing. But as much right. as I say that, they're kind of know your place now, but really maybe in 1600, you know, a hundred years before the revolution, oh, that whole Scotland thing, they brought in a bunch of wildcats. We'll say that w- yeah. when they adopted Scotland, it kind of, you know, they, they kind of opened the door to trouble is what I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it might sound racist, but you know, Scotland is kind of known for being full of a bunch of crazy assholes. You know, yeah. I, I like that about them, you know, honestly, but no, no, Kevin, you're no Scottish. Is that Scots. not correct? Yeah, you're actually exactly. Scottish. So, uh, I, I believe you're a uh, heritage McAllister, uh, something. Yeah. Does you know? that mean, does that make, does that make it all right? Like I can, I can talk about it. Cause, uh, you know, if I went to Scotland though, they would never, consider me to be uh scottish you know that's not the same thing just because i was related to somebody that once came from scotland i don't think that counts maybe if you you embrace the family kill that's yeah that's it all right i seem to remember going to some weddings with people in kilts I i don't know but anyway that from family members of yours i i don't know anyway but uh that said but so now, here's the thing. So they were like, oh, let's celebrate Guy Fawkes Day. And you're like, well, I don't understand. Are we celebrating? Like, we celebrate in America. We celebrate Independence Day. Right. And we're all about, you know, kicking ass and, hey, you know, we screwed the British and, and screw right. them. And we now, blow stuff up and light things on fire. And we light things on fire. Now, this is, they celebrate Guy Fawkes Day. and it came from parliament, the decision to celebrate this day. Um, November 5th is a day of Thanksgiving and celebration that the bombing attempt was thwarted today. Right. And so they celebrate with fireworks and bonfires. They, I guess they celebrate in the United Kingdom, Canada, South Africa, pretty much anybody will to the crown. Right. Now, right. how do they even, how do they, so first of all, that's concerning to me that you're like, hey, remember that time they all tried to kill us? Why are you celebrating that? But I guess they celebrate, hey, it didn't happen. Hey, we, we fought off, right. you know, it's like, remember the Alamo, right? You know, we, yeah. We, well, we, it's more, yeah, it's more like you guys are, are so lucky that your king didn't get killed. Like, good oh, news, everybody. 
you still have a king. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it was kind of a, a, a dick move where he's like, you know, the king is de- declares that everybody can have a party that he's still alive, you know, yeah. <laughs> fully yourself, asshole, you know, but exactly. So how are we going to celebrate Guy Fawkes Day? Well, no. How are we supposed to celebrate Guy Fawkes Day as a loyal subject of the crown? Yeah, so so we we have the big bonfires, right? That's that's number one. But that's, that's not all. Okay. You gotta burn you gotta burn people. Not real people. Ooh. Oh you know oh, oh. effigies of people. So that they'll so, get a guy Fawkes, you know, and throw him in the bonfire. Uh a common one was the Pope throwing, you know, doing a burning the Pope. <laughs> I like that. That's catchy, you know that. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of other people, they throw a lot of other, uh, you know, effigies of people in those bonfires. Um, you know, I guess it's kind of weird to, for me to have, it, to me, it's kind of weird to have a party where you just uh, burn people. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, England was doing that a long time before uh, the the Christians showed up, you know. That was a thing with the Wicker Man, and, and they put criminals up in the in the Wicker Man and animal sacrifices. You know, it's not a not to, a brand new thing. We tried to make it a thing over here in America with the witches and everything, but it never really mm-hmm. caught on. Like you know, didn't catch on. No, it didn't. You know, <laughs> that's horrible. You're a horrible person, Kevin. Just so you know. But you um, know, as all right, as Americans though, that aren't loyal subjects to the king. Yeah, you know, we did fight a whole whole war about it. You know. We did separate. We ended ties, you know? Right. Um, so, all right. So, basically, we, uh, you know, you make, like, little guys. They call them guys. But little guys depicting Guy Fox, And you make them out of straw and cloth. And I think you have the kids do it. Now, what they do is, I guess, I, I don't know that this is going on now. I don't live in England you guys will have to report. I know we have some of you uh, fancy British guys in the audience out there that can happily let us know and correct us on our etiquette. But, you know, we're American. What can I tell you? We don't have any manners, right? Yeah. Um, so basically, they put together a uh, a big guy and they take him around town. They drag him through the streets. I don't know if you tie a little rope to him and you pull him like you're pulling a, uh, you know, a, a puppy and you ask for a penny for the guy. And this way you actually raise money to go buy fireworks. I nice. don't even know that they have fireworks in England. Drag it around and, and you say, hey, you know, can I have a, uh, the guy you get up your fireworks and you take your money, you go buy the fireworks, you build up the big bonfire. You have the bonfire. Now, I guess food is a big thing when it comes to uh, to um, to Guy Fawkes Day. Or they, so they say firework-inspired food. I, okay. I don't know what that means, but I, I was told there's something about sausage. Um, yeah, well, I'm telling you what, if you've ever tried my wife's chili, you'd know, know what fireworks-inspired food was. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, go ahead. So, so it's, it's sausages and, and what else were you saying? Uh, So they they said, you know, hot dogs, but you, you do like really spicy, uh, meaty sausages topped with, uh, fried onions, something about frying the onions and the sizzling. You're supposed to be thinking of like Guy Fawkes burning. Okay. 
and ketchup and hot mustard is the traditional and usually just kind of split and put them out and so hot dogs bar and all the children definitely need to make a uh, big straw guy now if you don't have any children i figure you get one now originally a kind of a guy fox face on this guy and that's kind mm-hmm. of where that mask comes in we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute but as time went on they say they tried to make it just a faceless man i want to say they just got lazy yeah. um you know they were like oh, i don't want to bother with the face we'll just uh we'll just throw some burning guy in there and and call it good um fireworks crafts i like this in the description i read now they have faux bonfires so you know the british we know they're a little bit less than so mm-hmm. you know eh, yeah america you have a giant you know 20 pallets and you're burning all that shit in england well one they all live on top of each other so it's kind of awkward but right. you're like oh let's have a pretend fire and then we'll have pretend fireworks we'll draw <sighs> some colorful things on the wall you're making me nauseous i say no no <laughs> Um, that's the thing. No, no pretend fireworks here. We're going to have a real fire. We're going to have real, um, you know, real, uh, bonfire. We're going to embrace it. Now you're saying, well, Chuck, you know, right now it's actually not the 5th of November. So why are you telling me about this? You're, you're a week early. Well, that's okay. Everyone take a breath. I wanted you to have time to secure your gunpowder and your fireworks to embrace the holiday. Right, right. Now, in the United States, though, we don't celebrate the saving of the king. No. We celebrate, no, Guy Fawkes Day in the United States is kind of a a symbol of anarchy, a symbol of anti-government oppression, right? Now, a lot of people have adopted the Guy Fawkes mask and the Guy Fawkes identity and, uh, and, uh, Positioned him as a as an as an anarchist and kind of redefined Guy Fawkes since uh, since uh, sixteen uh, changed a little bit, especially in the United States how that how they view him. Yeah, America is definitely uh, taking an approach to uh, you know supporting the king and that, that kind of thing. We're a little like I said, I like to think a little bit more piss and vinegar, but maybe you know I don't know. I'm wrong. I know when I walk on the uh, American college campus, I'm not fired by, uh, I like to go back to the punk rock movement and I hate to say it, the British Sid Vicious. Um, Johnny Rotten. Yeah. Johnny Rotten. They had a, sex they had a good pistols, gang of, you know, the whole, yeah. right, you're like, well, Chuck, they were British. That's where it came from. Well, okay. I'll give mm-hmm. you that. I'll give you that. Yep. Or Dropkick Murphy, right? Mm-hmm. But they're they're kind of the American take on uh, on on British uh, angst. So, all right. So anyway, and we I digress. We we move on here. So anonymous. Now they kind of cause a little disruption in the world. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people refer to them as as anarchists. Uh, I don't know if that would be an accurate definition, but uh, they're definitely anti-government corruption. Which I think is, uh, you know, I think that's a good, you know, I think that I, a good I support that sort of uh, sort of behavior. 
you know, acting up a little bit. I think it's always important that you have people acting up and the government doesn't like it. You know, they want to get them all in prison and they've got a a couple of them. But, um, you know, anonymous Anonymous is still out there fucking stuff up. Uh, They were, you know, we're we're really bombing the shit out of uh, Russia in the early days of the Ukraine war, Um, you know, messing with their their Internet and their their releasing a lot of private data very fast. Um, That was a little bit embarrassing to Russia. Uh, they seem to be Russians seem to be really good at at fucking with other people, but they're not really good at protecting their own shit, which seemed funny to me. They're not good and they're not good at like taking it with grace. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they get a little they turn into maybe whiny bitches. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's how it is in, in the world. Um, yeah, no, that's the thing. Like anonymous, I think the reason it worked and it lasted so much is it's, it's kind of endless, right? You kill one guy, you know, you cut the head off the snake and another one pops up. Right. Right. That that's the beauty of anonymous is it's not just one guy. Now there may be, I mean, we don't really know. There may be one guy that's kind of like spearheaded it from the beginning and is still kind of running things. But that's the beauty of it. When it kind of is popping up anywhere, you don't really know. And even if they do catch that guy and and kind of put it down, another guy's going to pop up. You know, it's not that complicated. Right. It's not designated on one person or one. Uh, going. Right. Right. And when you don't now, know what enemy you're dealing with, you, it makes it to catch. But go on. Yeah. Now, now another uh big uh, takeoff of uh, Guy Fawkes was uh, the movie V for Vendetta, which yeah, is based on a uh, British comic book. Um, and, uh, you know, that was honestly one of my favorite movies. Real good, real good movie. It's an excellent movie. And it, it did kind of bring it back to, uh, you know, um, it, it was funny because I looked at and I was going to watch it to get ready here, you know, for this episode. And I have it on DVD, but who the hell knows how to watch DVDs anymore? So I was like, well, what do I do with this? You know, and I'm right. holding the disc and I didn't know what happened, but you know, that, that's how that goes. But, uh, and it was like 10 bucks or maybe even 20 on Amazon or something. And I'm like, I don't want to really spend money and I'm cheap and, you know, but that movie is just awesome. Cause one Natalie Portman, a very attractive young lady mm-hmm. and, that uh, it was just well done. That movie was right. was exceptional. It really it had the crypt crypticness of it. It it had the government oppression. It kind of had where we are kind of heading as as a society. It's not even America going into government control. It's not just Britain going into government control. It's kind of the world with government right. control. Yeah, the and it's you know, I thought that movie, yeah, I thought that movie was interesting because um, uh, there was a 1970s movie uh, based on the book 1984. Yes, and the main character of that movie ended up being the uh, uh, the president in of England in the in the movie V for Vendetta. You know, it was the same okay. guy in both of them, so it was kind of okay. you know a parallel drawn there. Yeah, a little throwback, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the thing. So, and, and they talked about how they, what I liked is the movie was well done where 
the actual oppression and how it got there, they just used real vagities. You know, they mm-hmm. talked about a disease and wars, but it was all like really vague of, of how it happened. That wasn't the focus. The focus right. was really standing up to government and intolerance. You know, it's funny. Uh, there was that movie, The Dictator, right? With uh, Borat or whatever. Or yeah, whatever yeah. It was. Uh, and, Sasha uh, Baron, Baron Cohen. Right. And, you know, he talks about he comes to America and he's like, yeah, you should consider being a dictator because then you could kind of control what people do and and tell them, uh, you know, what to think. And you could control education and you could make them basically give you half their money. And everyone in America is like, yeah, we already have that, you know, <laughs> we already like, got that covered. We've kind of gone. We already got that co- government already takes half our money and maybe even more, you know, and, and they already tell us how to think and control the education. And he's like, well, you could control the media. And you're like, oh, oh, wait, we already have that too. You know? And yeah, that's the thing is we're kind of getting into that oppressive world, right? Where it's very, you know, very, controlling and and trying to tell you what to do so celebrating something like guy fox day and going out and having a bonfire and celebrating a little treason and plot and gunpowder i mean i right. really having a holiday to celebrate gunpowder that sounds like a holiday i can get behind yeah it's it's been too long that we haven't had a gunpowder ho- holiday you know and you know, America celebrating treason. I feel like that's a thing. Yeah. Like you guys, I mean, sometimes people celebrate it on July 4th mm-hmm. in America. Right. But why not have two days to celebrate fireworks, treason, plot? I mean, that's what America's all about. It's like this holiday is like in England, it's stamping down oppression. Or, you know, uh, sorry, no. It's celebrating oppression, right? While you're stamping down intolerance and whatever, or something. Mm-hmm. I'm botching that whole thing up, right? You know what oh, I mean? It's yeah. stamping down, you know, rebelliousness. Uh, you know, you know, it's, it's anarchy. Yeah. That's the anarchy. word I'm looking for. Anarchy. And yet, in America, we could be celebrating Guy Fox Day as a way to celebrate anarchy and embrace yeah. it. And I gotta yeah, say, I, that's really what we do on the Fourth of July, isn't it? I mean, right, right, celebrating treason and blowing stuff up. I I fully support that. Now, I, I I say I'm a libertarian, but I feel like deep down in my heart, I'm more of an anarchist than anything. Kevin, I look at you wearing your Guy Fawkes shirt, <laughs> and I can't help but think you are a little bit more of an anarchist. Um, it's funny because my wife is uh, w- was the big punk rock girl from you know the eighties and and eighties uh, and nineties and just kind of grew up with that whole anarchy you know going to the you know black flag and freaking you know Sex Pistols and the whole you know the yeah. Cure I I don't know who the hell listened to the Cure but somehow she was I I don't understand it but you know you got to embrace that shit right. That's right, man. So, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so we got to celebrate a little bit, bit of anar- anarchy this, uh, this week coming up. We're going to burn some stuff. 
uh, we're going to get some effigies and burn them. So who, who, who would you in your mind throw on that fire? This just sounds like danger, right? Yeah. This is going to get us in trouble. So I'm thinking, uh, Richard Nixon mask for one. Oh, get going with that. Um, start, start, start there, start, you know, start with the obvious ones, you know, and then we can throw some more on there. I would say, I would say, uh, uh, you know, throw some Nancy Pelosi on there, but I think somebody just went into her house and smashed her husband up with a claw hammer. What? I had did you hear about that, that? happened no, yesterday? No, I did not. Oh, yeah, somebody broke into her house and and uh, she, you know, she wasn't there. Her husband was there, old eighty year old man, and uh, they just beat the shit out of him with a claw hammer. Wow, that's fucked up. And uh, you know, at first I thought it was like a uh, uh, Trump supporter type thing, but now yeah. something's coming out that he was like a avid nudist so practically the same thing so I now mean, i really don't know what the hell is going on i you know we'll have more there'll be more information coming out over the next few days but it's a little bit hazy right now what actually happened there wow that's yeah no we don't support going in and attacking people that's not really a thing um standing up for freedom and not backing down is is more my thing um I don't know if you guys have seen, but uh, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, that don't give them an inch is more the uh, the approach that we take. Um, I'm not out for going in and destroying things that are whatever. Now, when the government becomes so corrupt, it comes to a time when that kind of thing might be appropriate. I don't know if you just read the Declaration of Independence, you'll understand where I'm coming from on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see what the action is appropriate, but I would say right now we're at the point where it's don't back down. Right. Um, don't give up, stand your ground is what I would say. Going out and messing with people who are ignorant fools is not going to gain anything. Um, it just makes you kind of a jackass. I, I would say, stand your ground. You'll have plenty of fight come to you. You don't have to bring the fight to them at this point. But uh, when it's time to bring them the fight, you might want to grab a uh, history book on the American Revolution. Um, mm-hmm. eh, they did get to a little, the whole tar and feather thing. I know my uh, my wife said, <laughs> uh, watch John Adams without getting worked up. She's like, that's, oh, that's horrible. We can't, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you do what you got to. So yeah. there Sometimes comes you got to cover a motherfucker with hot boiling tar. Exactly. And put feathers on them because that's funny. <laughs> Exactly. The feathers just up your game. Um, That's just a thing. So in America, we have our own history. But right now, I would say that we're at the point of stand your ground. You know, don't give them an inch. When when you watch these stupid ass videos on YouTube of cops trying to be dicks and, and assert their authority of, well, I have the right to search you for no reason because I have probable cause because I don't like you. Right. Or, why is there a white guy in this neighborhood? You don't have any business here unless you're a drug dealer. Right. Yeah, no, I, I might be friends with a black person. No, I don't think that's right. No, <laughs> that's no, preposterous. no, no. <laughs> yep. You know, that's the kind of world that's just getting ridiculous. Stand your ground. I don't think you need to worry about, you know, be polite, but then, you know, beat somebody up whatever it takes. Right. Yeah. That's Uh, um, right. You know, Hey, teach their own. Uh, so 
That's what I would say. So bottom line, you need to go buy some hot dogs. You need to go buy some fireworks. You need to go buy some gunpowder. You need to go buy a lot more bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say bullets. You don't need to use the bullets up on the 5th of November. Right. I would you just can, say in, in honor shoot a of Guy Fawkes Day. Right. Sure. In honor of Guy Fawkes Day, you might want to up the arsenal a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, that's an option you might be into. Right. All right. So get that set up. Now, if you're really cool, you might consider um, Tannerite, maybe two pounds of Tannerite. Mm-hmm. Put that in the, uh, you know, in the heart of the uh, the Guy Fox effigy and maybe right. you blow the fucker up. Right. I mean, hey, that's that's kind of a cool way to go. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you options on how you can celebrate Guy Fox Day. Um, like I said, you might want to get the children involved. They may want to make their, you know, government tolerant dolls and and set those up and and get ready to throw those uh, in the fire. And, you know, like I said, you get to choose who you make that doll look like. This is America. We do what we want. Right. Right. King George the third. I don't know. Aaron Burr. Whatever. Anybody. Right. Anybody you want. You do you. You know, I'm not one to stop you. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you, you make a Sid Vicious doll and throw it in there. I don't know. Teach their own, right? <laughs> the spiky hair, it just seems fun. Yeah, it, it does seem fun. Know, it does seem fun. So, you know, you have the little leather jacket. You're you're ready to go. You know, the, the chain necklace with the padlock. Right, with the padlock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, it's, but, it's uh, yeah. Anybody you want. That that sounds like fun. So uh, I'm, I'm going to make one up this uh this weekend and, and get something together to throw on the bonfire. Uh, let us know who you burn. I'd love to hear about it. Um, there's yeah. definitely a plenty of people to pick from plenty of people that, that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that screwed up the, uh, the country as much as, as, uh, humanly possible for one yeah, person. Exactly. Now I would also add to the, the gunpowder, the, the extra ammo, the, uh, fireworks, hot dogs, and I would say beer. Or, you know, whiskey, whichever way you want to go. That's, you know, to each their own. It's America. Just definitely keep it American, like, you know, whiskey or something or, yeah. you know. Well, they got in the poem. And celebrate, yeah, in the, in the poem, they recommend uh, cheese and beer. Cheese so, and beer. Yep. And Who's going to argue with that? You know, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. America, yeah. you know. Sam Adams knows all about it. But I would say the bigger the fire, the better. And. I got you a little time. You know, we had your back on this, had this a little bit early so you guys can get ready to embrace it. Um, You want to stay on top of uh, what we're doing and what you need to be paying attention to. You may want to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You may want to subscribe to the podcast, right? You may want to, um, you can find the, it's the survival and basic badass podcast. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Music, you know, any anywhere you pretty much listen to a podcast, we're there. You catch these episodes and previous episodes. Definitely helps us out when you watch and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, we also appreciate, uh, you know, appreciate you being here and, and checking out with us. We do have a Facebook group, uh, Prepping Badass. Uh, you can also find a uh, Facebook page, whatever. We're kind of everywhere. I try and be on TikTok, but I haven't really worked that out yet. It's smarter than me. I don't know. 
Um, you have questions, concerns, show ideas, email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Otherwise, I would say stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Ooh.